can be seated and I want you to look at your Bibles this morning to Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22. One thing that expresses your joy is laughter. Laughter will express your joy. And here's what Proverbs 17:22 says. It says that a merry heart. Now that's opposite of a sad heart. So a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. But a broken spirit drieth the bones. It is our responsibility to keep our heart merry and to keep the joy of the Lord flowing in our lives, no matter what circumstances we may be facing in our lives. The Amplified says it this way, a happy heart is good medicine and a cheerful mind works healing, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Now, we don't have this translation. It's the Passion Translation. And it says, A joyful, cheerful heart. Say it with me. I have a joyful, cheerful heart. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul. But the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and with depression. In the world, there are a lot of people that are depressed. In the world, there are a lot of people that have been crushed by life's circumstances. But in the kingdom of God, even though the crush may come, and even though the pressure may come, it does not have to overcome. The Bible doesn't ever say that there won't be trouble. But it says in the midst of trouble, we can let the joy bells ring. Amen? And so a lot of people then are hopeless. I've got a word for you today. If you're in that circumstance, he can turn your sorrow into joy. And one of the observations that I have in my life is Christians just flat don't laugh enough. You see, a merry heart, it does you good. It's like a medicine. Now laughing and releasing joy is medicine prescribed to all of us by the Lord of joy, by the great physician. Don't you know that the great physician knows exactly what we need? Amen. And the joy of the Lord is definitely at the top of his list. Amen. And so this morning, if you haven't been taking your medication lately, it may be time to take your meds. And if you hear some laughing today, you may or may not. But if people are, it seems strange to you, you know, and, uh, you know, and people say, what are you doing? What are you laughing about? Just tell them you're on medication. (laughs) I'm on medication. Even in society, they've tapped into it. There's laughing clubs. There's laughing small groups. Come on over to our house. We're going to laugh for about a half hour. Amen. The benefits of laughter are just amazing. And here's another thing about laughter. Your body doesn't know when you're faking it. It doesn't know when you're faking it. You don't have to feel like laughing. You can laugh by faith. Now, here's what I've discovered about laughing and expressing the joy of the Lord. When I start out in faith many times, I'll end up in the spirit. Amen. Glory to God. And so I like what Creflo Dollar says, just fake it till you make it. 
One of the physical health benefits of laughter, and I think we're going to get a copy of this for you next week, but it boosts your immunity, it lowers the stress hormones, it decreases pain, it relaxes your muscles, and it can even prevent heart disease. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Amen. That's right. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So laughter then boosts the immune system. Laughter decreases stress hormones, increases immune cells, and infection-fighting antibodies, thus improving your resistance to disease. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. Instead of flu season, have a laugh season. Instead Instead of asthma season, have a laugh season. A merry heart does you good, like a medicine. It also releases endorphins in your brain. It triggers endorphins. Well, what are endorphins? Well, endorphins are the body's natural painkillers. And it assists the natural healing process. That's one of the things I love about exercising. That's kind of a strange statement. Like about exercising sometimes is the release of endorphins. It's a good thing. So, ha, ha, ha. Amen. Even some hospitals have gotten a hold of it. They start showing old comedy movies to cancer patients. Old movies. Folks, find something to laugh about. You don't have to go to the spirit of the world and laugh at the world's dirty jokes, but there's some good comedy out there. Just get your heart happy. You know, Brenda and I, the other night, we're sitting on the couch and we watched a crazy little movie, Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Part 2. You know, I, I like that guy. And we're just sitting on our couch and we're just laughing and laughing and laughing. We're on medication. Just leave us alone. Everything is all right. But people, they just don't laugh enough. The world has stolen the joy of the Lord from our children. Our children need the joy of the Lord. A joyful heart is like medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And some people are so stressed out. And I believe that one of the reasons why is they're not laughing enough. They say that children laugh from between, I think it's 150 to 200 times a day. But adults laugh about four times a day. Some of you have lost your laughter. Instead of getting older and bolder and more joyful, you've gotten older and overly serious. Come on, somebody. Ha, ha, ha. Get caught up. Take another dose. Now look at Job chapter 8 and verse 21, and, and this is going to be in the ASV version. Remember this, it's Pentecost Sunday. And there's nothing wrong with you being happy in church. Say it with me, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He on the inside of you will strengthen you with all might by his glorious power. Amen. Thank you, Lord. If you can't find anything to laugh about, I got something you could do. Look in the mirror. (laughs) 
plenty to laugh about. In Job chapter 8 and verse 21, it says now this, He will yet fill my mouth with laughter. And my lips with what? Hallelujah. Just raise your hands right now and pray this. Heavenly Father, I ask you to fill my mouth today with laughter and my lips with shouting. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got something to shout about. We got something to laugh about. We got something to dance about. We got someone to be happy about. Hallelujah. The Lord of joy lives on the inside of you. Hallelujah. He did not go to the extent to give his life for us, for us to live a bummed out, depressed, oppressed life. He became bummed out. He became oppressed. He became all that. So you could receive his joy. Hallelujah. Find something to laugh about. It is one of the greatest stress relievers that God has given us. Listen to this statement. Laughter relaxes the whole body. A good, hearty laugh relieves physical tension and stress, leaving your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes after. Ten seconds of laughter. Go ahead. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Another ten seconds. Come on. <laughs> Glory to God. Now five seconds of uninterrupted uninterrupted shouting to the Lord. Glory to God. (laughs) Woo! (coughs) Glory, 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 glory. (coughs) Hallelujah. We're going to give you these little PowerPoints. I, I... this message last night, so we didn't have time to do PowerPoints. But listen to this. A lot of the sickness in our world is simply because we don't have the laughter, the joy, and the peace that we should. They say that joyful people sleep better. Joyful people look younger. I haven't heard someone say recently, and I, I can't prove it because I don't have it documented, but the, it has been said that the joy of the Lord and laughter enables a person to have less wrinkles. Amen? Amen. Now, I'm not saying remove the cream. I'm not saying remove the makeup. But put on the garment of praise. Put on the joy of the Lord. Get yourself a hallway called hallelujah. Get yourself some joy moving in your life. Amen. Also, they say that people that are joyful are more creative. Listen to this statement. That laughter triggers the right side of the brain, which helps release creativity. So this is, well, I haven't had a creative thought for... 
25 years. You need to laugh. We need to go from brain dead to brain alive. (laughs) I said, we, not you. Relax. Don't get uptight on me. Laughter triggers the right side of the brain, which helps release creativity and helps us, I like this one, to even make better decisions. Well, it just stands to reason, when you're operating in the joy of the Lord, you don't have a care, and the peace of God is all over you, and the glory of the Lord's on you. Hey, glory to God, I don't have a care. The wisdom of God is flowing. Creativity is flowing. Amen. I always in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. I always make the right decisions. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Can't prove this either, but I've heard this, that 85% of the aging process is slowed down by the joy of the Lord. It restores and rejuvenates what the pressures of life have taken away from us. I also understand this, that marriages last longer and stay stronger when they laugh together. I love listening to my wife laugh. I love listening to people laugh. I love the laughter of children. Laughter is medicinal. Laughter is good. Laughter is of God. Somebody says, prove it. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. (laughs) Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he's laughing. What's he laughing about? He's looking down at the devil because he knows that his day is coming when that pit is going to be opened up and he's going to be put in there. The joy of the Lord, hallelujah, is your strength. Amen. Glory to God. Another statement. Here are social benefits of laughter. It strengthens relationships. It attracts others to us. It enhances teamwork. It helps diffuse conflict. It promotes group bonding. What are you saying to me, Pastor Thomas? I'm saying, hang out with people who laugh. You see, being critical and whining up, we can find something to be critical of every day of our lives. We can find something to complain about every day of our lives. I like what Joyce Meyer said. She said, you know, if you complain, you'll remain. But here's what happens when you praise. If you praise, you'll be raised. Hallelujah. If you laugh, you'll enjoy life. Jesus came not only to give us the abundant life, but part of that abundant life means that we can enjoy and have it to the full in abundance till it overflows. My prayer for you is that overflowing joy would come upon you and that the joy of the Lord would strengthen you. And that God, by His Spirit, amen, will increase you in this arena of your life every day. Amen? Can we grow in joy? You know, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. But just because joy is in us at the new birth doesn't mean that joy is going to be expressed. The joy of the Lord needs to be cultivated. Amen? That's why He said over in James, He said, My brethren, count it all joy. When what? When you fall in to different temptations, testings, and trials. In other words, just mark it down. Be like an accountant. Know that the test is coming, but count it all joy. In other words, get in a preposition of the joy of the Lord, so when those things come, hallelujah, they will not overcome you. Does that make sense to you? 
Now, I think it was, I don't know when it was, but John Collier was here from, from London and uh, from England. He was born in London. He has a great church over there, and he's going to be coming for three nights in February of 2020. And he was in his hotel room, and the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him. He said, the Spirit of the Lord said this, that a fresh wave is coming to Heart of the Bay. A fresh wave. How many of you are open to a fresh wave? Amen. Just go like this. A fresh wave. So be it, Lord. A fresh wave. A fresh wave. Hallelujah. You know what God's doing? He's reviving this work in the midst of our years. He's causing the last days to be our best days. I'm not looking back on how good it was in the 90s. I'm saying it's good now and it's going to get gooder and gooder day by day. Hallelujah. A fresh wave is coming to our house. A fresh wave is coming to the Bay Area. Hallelujah. I've recently been praying this breakthrough for the Bay. Breakthrough for the Bay. Breakthrough for the Bay. Breakthrough for the Bay. An awakening in the Bay Area. An undeniable manifestation of the presence of God to where people run to the kingdom. Hallelujah. To where they run into the family of God. Come on, pray that out with me just a minute. Breakthroughs for the Bay Area. Thank you, Father. A breakthrough. A breakthrough. A breakthrough for the Bay. A breakthrough for this church. Hallelujah. But I, I got to thinking about that a little bit, that, that word that John gave about a fresh wave of the Spirit, a fresh wave of the Holy Ghost. Well, along with a fresh wave of the Holy Ghost comes presence. Amen. You can't have a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit without His presence permeating and saturating our very beings, permeating and saturating this very church. Amen. And then I was reminded of Psalm 16, and I'd like for you to turn there. Psalm 16, verse 11. Say it with me, the joy of the Lord. The joy bells are ringing today. Hallelujah. Five more seconds of laughter. Come on, guys. Ha, ha, ha. Hi. Glory. <laughs> Hey, amen. Somebody says, I wish you'd stop doing that. I'm not going to. Five seconds of heartful shouting right now. Come on. Glory. Glory to God. <laughs> A fresh wave. <laughs> fresh wave of the presence of God. To where you and I become more God inside minded that we've ever been before. And that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of our belly shall flow the love of the Lord. Out of our belly shall flow the joy of the Lord. Amen. Well, look at Psalm 16 verse 11. He says, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is what? So in this fresh wave of the Holy Spirit is the presence of God. And along with the presence of God, notice with me, there becomes fullness of joy. Notice he didn't say a little bit of joy, but he said fullness of joy. Amen? And so we, we have the Word. The Word of God makes us happy. Yeah. 
Jeremiah said, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by thy name, the, the yeah, most holy guy I God. Yeah. Jesus said in, in one of the Gospels, He says, These things that I have spoken unto you, that your joy might be full. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So joy comes from the Word. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit. Folks, we have no excuse to be sad. Amen. We have no excuse to be oppressed and depressed. Everyone say fresh joy, fresh Fresh oil. oil. Put your hand over your heart and say, I shall, shall. we shall, shall. we'll be anointed anointed. with fresh oil. So then it's our choice to not allow the world to weigh us down. Don't let the world weigh you down. Don't let bills weigh you down. Don't let a bad report that you might have received from the doctor weigh you down. Don't let those things crush you. Don't allow those things to crush you and open up a door to depression and anxiety and all of those things that really come from beneath. Those things come from hell, but good things come from heaven. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with who's no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Say it with me. My Father, father, don't send junk. My Father sends good things. Now look at Proverbs 15 and verse 13. We're going to look at the amplified version of this. Proverbs 15, verse 13 and verse 15 as well. It says, A glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. Now notice with me in verse 15. Verse 15 says, read it with me. All the days of the desponding and afflicted are made evil. Now stop right there. All the days of the desponding, that means people that are living, but they're living in despondence. They're living without hope. All the days of the desponding and the afflicted are made evil. Let's read. By anxious thoughts and forebodings... But he who has a glad heart has a continual feast. What kind of heart? A glad heart. So a glad heart and a merry heart are the same thing. So a merry heart does good like a medicine. But not only that, when you have a glad heart, when you have a happy heart, you are going to have a continual feast regardless of the circumstances. And that's a decision you need to make. I'm going to live and I'm going to feed on His faithfulness. I'm going to live in the goodness of God. He's prepared a table before us right here in the presence of our enemies. No matter what the enemy may bring, just move over. Just get back under my feet. I'm ready to eat. I'm here to have a continual feast. Amen? Now, again, we don't have the Passion Translation, but it says this. A cheerful heart's put a smile on your face. Everyone smile. Come on. It's all good. A cheerful heart puts a smile on your face, but a broken heart leads to depression. Then in verse 15, it says, Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose... Now, listen... When you choose to be cheerful. 
when you make the choice to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. Hallelujah. I make the choice to rejoice. I choose to be thankful. I choose to be grateful. I choose to keep my heart happy. Now listen to this. Here are some of the mental benefits of laughter. It adds joy and zeal and zest to our lives. It eases anxiety and tension. It relieves stress. It improves mood and it strengthens resilience. I like that, don't you? It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt, hurt psychiatry to adopt these things. Amen? It wouldn't hurt them right before they dispense medication. Nothing wrong with taking medication. But this medication is better than that medication. It wouldn't hurt them to let them know, Son, all you got to do is start allowing the joy of the Lord to develop in your life. Listen to this. Today's Living Bible says a happy face means a glad heart. A sad face means a breaking heart. When a man is gloomy, everything seems to go wrong. But when he is cheerful, everything seems right. I'm telling you, everything is all right in the household of faith. I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for you regularly. I'm saying that you are the blessed of the Lord. That everything is all right in your life. That you have been forgiven. That you have been healed. And that you are prospering. And that you are operating in revelation knowledge. And you're being strengthened with might by the Holy Ghost. Now what I would say, if someone prayed that over me, I'd say, I receive that. Now look at the ESV version of that verse. It says, a glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but the cheerful of heart has a continual feast. Notice this. Back down, uh, back up to verse 13, if you would there. A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is crushed. Verse 15, all the days of the afflicted are evil. How many of you know that affliction is something that you and I face? Anybody ever been afflicted? What does the Bible tell us to do when we, uh, we come against affliction? The Bible says, if any of you are afflicted, let him do what? Let him pray. Pray will shut the affliction down. Prayer will build you up in your life and enable you to rise higher and higher and get stronger and stronger right here. Amen? How many of you remember what the psalmist said? What did he say? He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. A lot of people stop reading right there. Well, bless God, I know. I'm righteous and I'm sure enough afflicted. That's not the whole verse. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you got to pay attention to the buts in the Bible. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but, woo, but what? 
but the Lord. Okay, some of you don't know that verse. <coughs> Psalm 34, 7. Let's pull it up. I'm about ready to dance. Glory. Hallelujah. You know, I heard a sad story recently about a guy <coughs> that, uh, man, he, uh, he'd been drinking brake fluid for many, many years. And he was confronted about it. And he said, hey, don't worry. He says, I can stop whenever I want to. Somebody will get that about three in the morning. Psalm 34, 7. Hallelujah. I don't know if I have the right verse or not. Verse 19, 34, 19. Thank you, Raul. I appreciate that. 34, 19. Read it with me. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. 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 So when you're afflicted, pray. Don't whine. Don't think you're the only one. Affliction comes to every one of us. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But what does the Lord do? He delivers him out of most of them. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. And as I was preparing this message, this phrase, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And I believe the, the Spirit of the Lord quickened me with this thought. One way that the Lord brings deliverance to people that are battling affliction is through the joy of the Lord. By maintaining a spirit of joy. Stop accepting the lies of circumstances. Look at Job 5 verse 22. Job 5 verse 22. Are you getting anything this morning? Ha, 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 ha. Glory. I'm going to preach another hour and a half. You might laugh. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> the devil is a liar. All right. Job 5 verse 22. Look at this now. At destruction. Now, who's the destroyer? The thief comes not but for to what? Steal kill and to destroy. Satan is the author of destruction. So at destruction and famine. Does famine bring blessing to a, to a nation? No. Famine comes from the destroyer. And it says this, at destruction and famine, what do you do? It doesn't say at destruction and famine thou shalt cry. No, it says at destruction and at famine thou shalt laugh. He ever thought about laughing at the devil? Well, go ahead and do it. <laughs> ha! Glory to God! Ha! Ha! Well, you're not going to get healed this time. Ha! <coughs> You're not going to be able to pay your bills this month. Ha! <coughs> Hallelujah! Glory to God! 
Your son's moving in for good. Ha! <laughs> Hallelujah. At destruction <laughs> and at famine, thou shalt laugh. The Lord delivers them out of them all. I know this works, folks. I've been glad and I've been sad. And I found out this for sure, that being glad is mucho, mucho better. Amen. It's much better to be glad than to be sad. So let's read this verse again. Job 5.22. At destruction and famine... Amen. So, listen very carefully. When you get born again, we're not born into some spiritual nirvana where everything is just, you know, like Brother Hagin says, ripe cherries falling off a tree. Everything is just hunky-dory all the time. No, famine comes. Destruction comes. But I've written in my notes, it may come, but it will never overcome a joyful believer who will laugh. <laughs> Choose to laugh. So what does laughter do? Laughter denotes victory. Amen. What side of the street are you living on? Are you living on the poor side of town? Or are you living on the rich side of the street? Are you living down on Disease Alley? Are you living up here, glory to God, on Healing and Health Street? Hallelujah. Choose victory. Choose to rejoice. At destruction and at famine, I can laugh. Though you may have been knocked down, you're not knocked out. Hallelujah. Micah says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord my God. Last scripture in John 16. John 16. Glory to God. We're going to have a hilarious offering today. We've got a little time to rejoice. Some time to give. Amen. Time to beat the Baptist to the buffet. John 16, 33. Say with me, laughter denotes victory. Hallelujah. So if you need Paul Bart to cause you to laugh get a movie amen pray in the spirit get happy john 16 verse 33 amplified says i have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence in the world you will have tribulations and trials and distress and frustration but everyone say but but do what but be of good courage hallelujah be confident, be certain, be undaunted, for I have overcome the world and I have deprived it of power to harm you and I have conquered it for you. I speak new joy over this congregation. I speak new joy over this church. The joy of the Lord bringing breakthroughs to you. Hallelujah. 
Somebody says, well, I'm going through something right now. Just shout your way through. Praise your way through. Pray your way through. Dance your way through. Laugh your way through. Amen. Here's what the scripture says. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight and gladden yourselves in Him again. I say unto you, do what? Rejoice. Who give me about five minutes of rejoicing right now? Amen. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take about five minutes to sing something, to laugh, to get happy. Then we're going to receive the offering. We'll have the, the musicians come. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. And on your way up, start laughing. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Come on, guys. Ha. Amen. Glory to God. Don't be a sourpuss now. No sourpusses in the house. Ha. <laughs> Woo. Just lift your hands. Lift your hands and give him praise. Glory to God. <coughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody says, well, I'm going through something. Well, let's laugh our way through. Let's shout our way through. Let's dance our way through. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody says, well, I feel like I'm putting on. That's all right. Just put on. Just fake it till you make it. Hallelujah. Glory to come on. Start with a smile.